Hi, this is Kimberly. Please enjoy our podcast, but remember our doctors are only here to educate, not diagnose. If you have any questions or need any further information, please email me. My email address is kim at mfwellness.org. Hey, this is Kimberly, and you're listening to the Spine Whispers podcast. With me today are Drs. Joshua Fink, Dr. Matt Fink, and Dr. Brad Maurer. Today's title is Trust Tree. All right, Kimberly, welcome back. That was another fantastic introduction. Kim came back, you guys. I'm here. We uh, Apparently. I, I didn't think she'd make How was your deal? Your it was thing? good. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, okay, so start this podcast this week. I had some feedback. From last podcast, I had spoken about sedentary lifestyles. You know, we were talking about getting up every 30 minutes, you know, just move around a little bit and how if you sit all day, you can't undo those effects. And then I I kind of, I remembered the study, but I didn't. So somebody had asked me specifically about the study. So the name of the study is Annals of Internal Medicine. It came out almost Two years to the day, October 3rd, 2017. The name of the study, Patterns of Sedentary Behavior and Mortality in U.S. Middle-Aged and Older Adults, a National Cohort Study. And it was 7,985 people. Wow. And so, I mean, that's a pretty good-sized cohort. And Animals so, of internal medicine. Animals of, they're not messing around. And so, um, eight, you know, close to 8,000 people, they just looked at, they used hip accelerometers. Like some Iron Man level stuff. And they just looked at people that got up every couple hours and moved or every 30 minutes or so and moved around versus people who never did. And the results are just absolutely staggering. If you want to look the study up, please go ahead. The takeaway from this, get up and move around every 30 minutes, every 45 minutes. Have a set of stretches you can do and you can get those stretches from anywhere on earth. You want, or just listen to us blindly. But that's, um, I had somebody had a lot of questions about that. And uh, first of all, if you come up to us and you say something like, hey, I had a question, I was listening to your podcast, you got to give us like 15 seconds to come down off the high. You know what I mean? Like, like hey, I was listening to your podcast. I'm you, just gonna. You were. I'm just gonna stare at him and start crying real quick. Like <laughs> Dr. Fink and I's cousin mentioned um, that she listened to our podcast and we uh, we did like a cheer for her, you know, because she was the she'd never even been in the office at that point, and so she's like, oh, "I was listening to your podcast." We're like, "You did what?" So you have family listening. That's a, that's a big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but that's cool. When you ask us a question, we're giving you advice on what you should do. So, like, take the advice. Like, do what we say. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, you know, over the course of the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about, you know, um, people have approached me and said, hey, this is what, what stretch should I do? What, And, like, they yeah. look at me and I give them the advice, and then I ask them the following week and they haven't done it. So, like, when you ask us our advice, we want to give you the answer. Yeah, we want you to win. Not like, okay, maybe you should do this, but, like, do you this should do the stuff that we suggest because we get really good results. Yeah. I think that... A lot of times, it's in fact, I don't think I know because people have told me, like, why didn't you just do that? God, it just seemed too simple. Yeah. You know, like we're, you know, some in some ways it feels like people want the super secret, totally complicated, ancient secret thing. But <laughs> and and it has a lot to do with you know the technophilia of the age. You yeah. know, people are like, no, I want the newest thing. What's the super newest thing? But you got to remember, the human body's been around a while. You know, it's not like fixing the new iPhone. You know. I don't even know how to do that. I don't even have an iPhone. But, like, if I did, you know, what's the secret way to get this corrected? And really, with humans, it's not nearly a secret. So if our solution seems simple, 
It's because it is in most cases. Just do what we say. Yeah. I close all my talks with that. I don't know if you guys have ever heard me. Been, uh, Once yeah. or twice, yeah. Yeah, I tell them, do what I say. Right. There's a bunch of people that never met me before. Okay, so that's the first part. The second part of the podcast today, I wanted to start, you know, people are always asking us about the research or this and that. And, you know, chiropractic at this point has got buckets and buckets of research articles coming out left and right. But to my chagrin, a lot of patients, um, when they're asking about child care and chiropractic, they have some questions about it. Fixing kids, that's really the only reason I come into the office anymore. You know, if kids had, if children had money and if they could drive themselves, we wouldn't even see adults, you know. But we do because, you know, somebody's got to, you know, somebody's got to drive them there. And so we really like to stay on top of the current research in chiropractic. So I wanted to highlight an article, a case study. And um, this particular case study is, is called The Improvement of Plesiocephaly and Improved Health Outcomes in Three Infants following chiropractic care to reduce vertebral subluxations. This is a case series. It's an ongoing series in uh, the Journal of Pediatric and Maternal and Family Health. In this particular study, they were looking at plesiocephaly, which is it's characterized by an asymmetry, right? So babies, young, young kids that don't have symmetrical features on their face. So sometimes it can be the back of the skull. Sometimes it can be the front of the skull. Sometimes they can have a distended skull. They can be all kinds of different things. It's a pretty broad category. And the things that can cause that, met in the medical literature, they talk about torticollis, uterine constraints. An interesting side note is that with the increase in SIDS in the 80s, people were talking about never putting their children on their stomach. Or if they did, have your child supervised. And so all these kids were put on their backs, on their backs, on their backs, on their backs. And what it did was it produced a class of plesiocephaly secondary to all this time on their back. So... The good news is SIDS went down. Bad news is plesiocephaly went up. And um, along came the chiropractors who were working on this thing. And, and it's been known for a long time that the work that we do um, can affect that. But it hasn't really been studied. It's kind of hard to study. So they just started documenting these case series. So the first child had some minor um, changes in his skull, a little bit asymmetric. You know, we've seen all seen babies like that. The, the back of the skull is a little bit higher on one side or more rounded. The second child had a flattened skull, and the third child had major deformities, deformities and distension of the skull. Physically, their symptoms, the first child was asymptomatic, the second child had difficulty feeding, the third child was listed as actually failure to thrive. This kid was not doing well at all. He couldn't feed, couldn't turn his head. He was in very bad shape. And then, uh, so they ran this study. First child twice a week for 12 weeks, second child three times a week for three weeks, Fourth child three times a week for 20 visits, and on numerous occasions they saw the child twice a day. And that's right, like when you're affecting tissue that's growing that fast, you can, you can often see them that, that often. And so after the 12 weeks, every one of these children, either from Logan Basic, which is a chiropractic technique, or cranial work, or what we call sustained contact. This is something I wanted to talk about. Sustained contact is where we hold the bones we direct them where we want them to go. Children don't have unsinate processes. There's no snapping, no popping. None of that happens with pediatric adjusting. And so um, moving the skull bones is not really what people are thinking of where we're moving bones around. It's just light contact and directing the bones where they're supposed to be. And every one of those children experience full resolution at the 12-week mark. And that's awesome. It's awesome. Now, the downsides of that study, it's only three kids. It's not the 8,000-person study that we referenced a little bit ago. It's just three. But those are three less kids that have that. 
you know, and it's adding to the growing body of research. So if people want to say, hey, there needs to be more studies on that, absolutely, they're right. But if they want to say it's not well-researched, well, then I've got something for them. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So anyway, yeah, we'll, go, a, we'll go ahead and know. ship it to, to a yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it fits, it ships. You yeah. know, I'll talk to them about it. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's just irresponsible. It's just completely irresponsible for people to be saying stuff like that. You know, it's 2019. The research has been there for years. There's, there's journal articles pumping out all the time. So anyway, I thought we'd add that to the podcast. We talk about the work that we do with, with babies. It's, it's super, super fulfilling. You know, you get adults, they've got all this scar tissue, all this stuff they have to overcome. We've got a beat on them, you know. But you get these little little babies in here, and then we can produce some incredible results and, and without giving them any drugs, without giving them anything. So anyway, that's what I want to talk about. Okay. Kimberly, now what was our question from our patients today? Okay, so today they would like to know why do you guys take x-rays on first visits when a lot of other chiropractors oh, don't? Oh, okay. And also... A lot of other chiropractors don't? Yeah. I oh, mean, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and um, also, why do they see results after coming to this office when they haven't in the past? Uh, Matt? Dr. Matt? Matt's, Dr. Matt's arms are already crossed. He's already mad. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to address the second part of that question. Okay. Because I know Dr. Josh and Dr. Brad are chomping at the bit to answer the first part. I just want to yell. Yeah. Honestly. Um, So the second part is when you come in and you start getting adjusted and we get the correct diagnosis, Mm. right? Because that's the big deal. Mm. We manage patients' expectations and what they're going to experience at our office. That is the first part of why people get better here and not at other places. We tell you exactly what we're gonna do. We're gonna, we walk you through it. So after that first adjustment, that first extension of the trust tree, as we call it. We do? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm calling it now. Can we write that down? Trust tree, Kim. Um, we're, we're starting that relationship between doctor and patient and we're building on it. And our job is to make sure you get to the point where you're out of pain, feeling better, and being able to do the things that you weren't able to do before. Yeah. Now, we understand that people are in pain and they want to be able to feel better. But our we start off with the goal of let's get you in, let's stick to a patient treatment plan. Right. And we see people more often in the beginning of the treatment plan than in the latter aspect mm-hmm. because we have to be we have to see how the tissue responds to each adjustment. And every patient goes case-by-case study. Every patient is different. Now we're able to devise diagnosis and treatment plans based on the amount of people that we've seen with the certain condition that you're coming in with. Right. So we can go by, and we've seen quite a few (laughs) patients here. So I think our knowledge... 227,000. So we we see a bunch of people, and we we have work experience um, fixing subluxations, correcting them, getting people better. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's why I think people get better here as opposed to the other places um, and, the, and the front desk. So Dr. Matt's exactly right. And then definitely the number one thing, getting that proper diagnosis, providing that great care. Absolutely. And one other thing I wanted to throw in that I've noticed is I think patients just love coming to our office and it has a lot to do with the environment that we provide. It's, okay. They have fun coming in and they, they enjoy right. 
the discussions we have, it's a light atmosphere. We have the open adjusting area yep. where we've had patients get to know each other, actually become friends here in the office. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So I think uh, in addition to that being the primary reason, I think a, another reason is just the environment we have. And, and I think that only helps with their with their healing. You're totally They're coming right. in. They're not stressed out. They're not worried. Not worried they're about it. They're having a good time coming in. They know it's going to be their They're going to be in and out quick. They're going to get their, their chiropractic care. They're going to get the therapies that they need, and they're going to be gone. And that's it. And that's the only way you can do it this day and age. Everyone's got 100 places to be. The only thing I would add to that second part is, like, you know, with expectation management, we, you know, we've done this a whole lot. We know what's going to happen. We know how it's going to heal up. Everybody's different, but these are the guidelines. Timely re-exams, and then we research. You know, you look at disc decompression. You look at the tables that we have now, the therapies that we employ. Those stuff, three of those didn't exist before 2014. You go, you look at backwards at some other doctors' changes in treatment plans. They've never changed theirs. They've never added new therapies. The amount of research that we do away from the tables I have never met another group of doctors that does it. Like when I'm out there talking to them, like, hey, did you guys see this article on this? Or, hey, have you have you tried this type of adjustment? No. Now, we, and then, you know, the time we spend going to seminars. You know, Dr. Matt and I have one in a couple of weeks, a pediatric adjusting seminar. It's going to be fantastic. Got to take these super creepy dolls. You know, we're going <laughs> to. It'll be the first time that we've listened, had somebody else teach us how to adjust in years, right? Years would be the correct term, yeah. Yeah, so we do all the research stuff, but to actually get a practicum, I, I'm just I'm really pumped about it. So that's why. Like, we're better. Creepy dolls. That that reminds me of our oh, conference right. we did in Chicago. That's right. At one of those embassy suites. Yeah. And the floor below us. It was a doll convention. It was a porcelain doll. Porcelain doll. And so they, they did their rooms on oh their gosh. beds. They had all the porcelain dolls displayed on their beds. Yeah. We almost left. We, it was, uh, I've never seen anything like it. We it was just these, these like two or three foot tall dolls and all the rooms were done up as if the dolls were living there. And I was, I was unstable. I was unstable. And that's another, another, it was a radiology conference we went to, wasn't it? That's when yeah. you beat me at Golden Tee like and then you beat ago, me yeah. at Mario Kart. That's when I suffered the most humiliating string of video game defeats of all time. That's probably the other thing that freaked me out about that week. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then um, the x-ray part, why do we take x-rays? Because people have congenital changes. Somebody's spine comes in, somebody else's spine comes in, there could be a congenital change. Now, it's not that often, but when your job is low back pain, you know, that's a lot more often than somebody that just has a general practice. There are some watchwords for people when they come in. You get a 27, 28-year-old male that's never had a problem, never had an injury. All of a sudden, he's got ripping low back pain that's radiating. If you don't take an X-ray of that, I've got, I don't know what's wrong with you as a physician. You know, there's just some red flags, some stuff that we talk about. And that's alongside the original, um, the physical diagnosis and the exam yeah. that we do. Right. Right, like we don't just we don't just yeah. treat with X-ray. Yeah, we're just oh, just the X-ray. We're not yeah, going to look just, at anything we're, else. We're just going to take an X-ray to see what's in there. No, X-ray confirms diagnosis. That's exactly that's part right, Doctor Matt. X-ray confirms about. diagnosis. Yeah. Like, if you're doing it any other way, then you're just crazy. Yeah. So history and physical, fantastic physical exam, you know, X-ray to confirm, and that's and and we nail it, you know. Plus, we have seen some malignancies. We've seen some cancers show up. Now you don't see many of them on x-rays but you see them one that comes to mind is i think i was within the first two years of practice and when i flipped that one up of that lumbar spine yeah. and popped it up and 
Boom. No pedicles. No nothing. And uh, we were the first ones to figure it out. Yeah, no clue. No. Well, had already seen two other doctors before us. Yeah. And then, man, what a... Just had low back pain. It just... It, stuff like that. It's just... You'd only got to get... As a doctor, you got to cover your bases. You know? You've got to make sure you're given the best diagnosis. And x-ray allows us to do that. I, what I can't believe is why people don't. The the, the radiation dosage is... is Minimum. Our machine here, you get more byproduct scatter from the sun. You got a good functioning x-ray machine and you're doing it clean. Like there's no reason to not do it as a as a crush. That's just ridiculous. And, and yeah. just other, you know, less than malignancies. I can think of, I had one guy who had, it was a 50% spondylo. Yeah, there you go. Thesis. One bone was shifted halfway on the other one and he had no idea about this. He had had a skiing mm -hmm. in injury. A number of years ago, right. wasn't a lot of pain at the time, but you know, if we're going to go in there and start moving things around, I kind of want to know if they're yeah. fifty percent. Oh yeah, these chiropractors that don't take X-ray, I, I got to talk to them. Like, what are you, th what are you thinking? You know, now kids, we don't X-ray unless we have to. You know, kids, they're going to be throwing a red flag. You know, but but you get to an adult, we don't have that rapidly developing tissue. Come on, you know, the clinical yield far outweighs any perceived health risk, and there isn't one. You know, so I guess my question is. Who doesn't? And why wouldn't you? You know? Uh, we just had a new patient last week that said they went to a chiropractor for years yeah. and no x-rays were ever taken. That's crazy. I don't yeah. know. I, don't know. I mean, we like, hear it all the time. No, if you're going like, to your dentist regularly, you get yeah. once a year. You get a Pan-X. We're just talking one. Yeah. And we, you know, we come in. We know where to go from there. Yeah. I, like, we get it all the time. We get people, how come you guys are fixing me? My last four doctors didn't. You know? Nobody, it seems like no one ever comes here first. You know, and that's what I tell them. Like, well, if you'd come here first, you wouldn't know how great we are. <laughs> People think we're miracle workers because we're the fifth doctors they've seen, and we, fig and we figure the problem out. But really, if you go back and you ask them about their previous doctor visits, nine of the last ten people we've seen, there's no physical exam or a bad one, no history or a bad one. And I'm talking medical and chiropractic. Like, guys just blowing through it, just going to get to the treatment. Well, let's try this treatment. Well, let's try that. No, man. You have a directed treatment plan based on your fantastic exam. And if you're not doing that, then what are you doing? Okay. Do you guys have anything else to add about that? Not about that, I don't believe Yeah. So. <laughs> I think we beat that into the ground. Kimberly? I actually do. Oh, gosh. I have a story. So, oh, my. Yeah. <sighs> so, my dad, my father, he's always suffered with back pain. Right. He's had, like, three or four back surgeries in his life. I remember, like, him being down for months when I was younger. You're young, so he's got to be pretty young. He's... 60, I yeah, believe. That's young. Um, so yeah, three or four back surgeries. I finally talked him into coming to see Dr. Brad one time. Oh. We did x-rays, did the whole shebang that we do for everyone. Mm -hmm. Come to find out, he, I don't know the technical term, but he had the extra bone in his lower back. Oh, a transitional segment? Yeah. You're talking about sacralization or lumbarization of the sacrum? Yeah. That's correct. And that oh my was... gosh, L6. So he's had all these surgeries, seen all these doctors. Nobody ever told him this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so easy to see. Yeah. And he got adjusted and, like, he feels so like, much Like, learn some diet. Yeah. We should have him these on guys. here. You know, fixing people, you, you know, seeing them once a year for, for health, for maintenance of health. Like, what else would you do that once a year on? Not your car, not your teeth, not your lawnmower, not your anything. You know, humans change at very specific rates. It depends on whether you talk about muscle, you're talking about ligament, you're talking about bone. There's rates that you can monitor that at. I, I don't get it. Hey, Dr. Anyway. Josh, is there a, 
Is it like every five to six years you're you're truly a different human? Oh yeah, because all the what cells the, every yeah, place. I don't it, think it's five years. I think it's faster than that. Is it? I okay. think it's like six months or something. Oh okay. The, even the longest cells, the cardiac tissue stuff like that, is rejuvenated and totally different. So that's a really cool point. Yeah. All right. Cool. 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 All right. So Kim, do you have anything besides your touching story? <laughs> no. That's right. it. Doctor Fink. No, I, that's it. Mm-hmm. Doctor Mauer. Maybe just a little bit of trivia. Oh, just you know. hit us. So, I think we talked about this before. Chiropractic, okay. as a profession, began in 1895, correct? I mean, 1895, as a defined, legislated profession. Yeah. Yes, 1895. 1895, right. X-ray discovered. Marie Curie. In 1895. Actually, Rankin. Rankin. Initially. R-O-E-T-T-T-T-T-T-G-E-N. she spent a little too much time. Yeah. She made the portable. She made it portable. Oh, okay. X-ray. Yeah. yeah. X-ray so 1895, there. right here. That's why we have such a connection. Yeah. Oh, X-ray, X-ray and chiropractic are the exact same age. That's yeah. interesting to think about. Yeah. You know, that's how long it's been around since X-ray. But really, like the early chiropractors, they couldn't tell what they were. You know, they didn't knew about results and they knew about what they what they determined to be a fixation in the bones. They didn't have MRI. They didn't have any of these tests. But they knew that when they would do the bone, they got this result. The only thing they were shaping was the Roman Empire. Hippocrates, first yeah. chiropractor. Yeah, he's Just really saying. good. You know, all, you look at all his quotes. They talk about the spine, Kim. All right, we're putting Kim to sleep. Okay, <laughs> so for Dr. Maurer, for Dr. Matt Fink, for Kimberly, I'm Dr. Joshua Fink, and we will talk to you in two weeks. Thank you. And a big thank you goes out to Hug Monster Sound for somehow allowing the doctor's voices to sound even better than they already do. 